what's up. Kick these nuts. Maybe, maybe later. Um, nope. You can't invite me and then rescind the invite, sir. I can, I can too do that. Am I invited or am I not invited? You're, you were never invited. <laughs> Sounds like you hear me okay. Yeah, are, are we recording on both ends? <sighs> Dude, I did a little check to make sure. I'm still nervous. I'm still fucking nervous. Actually, I'm going to stop tape and just check and see if this recorded. Huh? Yeah. See what it does. Be right back. And? Bro, I'm so bummed. We're good. <laughs> I'm so, I'm still like bummed from last week when I think about last week's show. It was a good one, man. What happened? It only recorded you. What? I'm watching, I like I'm, I was watching my levels. I was watching your levels. I was watching the clock, clock. But it was one of those things. This has happened once before. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things that like you can't catch. You don't know so, what's happening. Yeah, no, I understand that. And <clears throat> I was excited to listen to it back. For those who you know follow the the IG or follow us, know our recording schedule. Um, episode 166, entitled Black Boy Joy Will Never Be Heard. Unless y'all want to hear just Ren's audio. <laughs> um, somehow, some way, our recording device only recorded Big Ronaldo's audio. Um, and I'm sad. It was a good episode, too. I'm fucking bummed, bro. Um... For those who ain't see the IG post, man, we touched on a lot of things. Of course, the beginnings of seasonal depression, because that's about to be a thing. Uh, we live in the Midwest, so like it gets dark at 4.47, and um, the sun's going down. That's no vitamin. That's less vitamin D, uh, unless you hit me up, um, or rent up. I shouldn't, I shouldn't exclude you from that. Um, but I mean, there's only so much to go around. Um, we touched on, damn, dude, everything, man. Uh, cancel culture in the metal community. Um, told me some very fascinating stories. Um, we talked about uh, takeoff, takeoff's death. We talked about the the passing of my English teacher. We talked about the passing of my buddy's grandmother, the anniversary of my mother. Um, and I'm sick. Yeah, it sucks. My fucking chest. I'd be calling that company. Bro, and the thing is, too, like, I had to bring you that news. So, like, that sucked. I'm sitting here like, bro, I really took, like, 10, 15 minutes trying to see if there was any way I could salvage this. I'm I'm doing all the it's searches. It's so weird it didn't record your audio and just mine. Bro, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Because I saw it. I pulled up the waves, and I saw it was like a... 90 second portion missing and i was like that's weird and then i went in to listen i'm like no dog that's just ren uh, that's no. just ren talking to himself yeah bro like i was on my couch <laughs> like sulking bro i was fucking sad um 
I mean, you can't recreate that energy. You can kind of talk about the subjects, but you can't really recreate the energy in which we talked about it. Um, like, where else are you going to get a conversation about the difference between black boy joy and white boy joy? I never heard it before. I never spoke it before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck, dude. So I guess, you know, I'm sure it'll come up as it, as it comes up in life. It'll be our own inside joke. Uh, only heard between me and you or whoever just wants to hear Big Ren's audio. And yeah, <laughs> just me talking to myself. Only about how, uh, you know, Black Boy Joy scares the whites, but it's actually from the heart and it's very, you know, safe, largely. And uh, White Boy Joy is destructive. Play the fight riff! Fuck! Where else are you going to hear Play the Fight riff? Besides Not on anybody else's show. show. Nah, nowhere else. Nowhere else. Nowhere else. Nowhere else. So, I'm fucking sad. Um, how are you, dog? I've been good, bro. Yeah, man. Ain't been ain't been up to much, you know. I got got Judas Priest on Sunday. This Pretty stoked Sunday? about the this upcoming Sunday. Nice. Not looking forward to the drive. I'm gonna drive there and then drive straight back. How far is it's it? It's in a it's in a western suburb of St. Louis. Oh shit. So, so it'll be like five hour drive. Like you know, I mean, if I'm if I'm hitting it, it'll be like four hours altogether. I thought you were only like two hours from St. Louis. Yeah, I am, but the suburb it's in St. Charles. Oh no, that's not that far. That's not that bad. Okay. Yeah. I should was saying like yeah. Yeah, it should be well the heart of St. Louis. Um, getting through the traffic might suck. So I say from the heart of St. Louis, <laughs> that might be forty minutes to an hour. Yeah, so maybe three hours total, depending on yeah. how and how you drive and where you start from, um, or what time you start, I should say. Um, but did. yeah, I think the show gets over like at ten, so like it shouldn't be too bad. I mean, fuck, I ain't gotta work the next day. Driving back that night. Then I'm only working one and a half days next week. But, oh, you got wow. a busy little. little yeah. Coming <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, I've got. I've got what is it? Four. I've got five shows coming up in a week. Goddamn! <laughs> this Sunday, then next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then like nine hours of travel in between airports, and then and then and then a drive home. Then the two-hour drive home from the airport. Ew! Ew, dude! Ew. Where are you flying out of? <laughs> St. Louis. St. Louis again, okay. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, so I'm driving to St. Louis Sunday, and I'm driving back to St. Louis Wednesday, <laughs> and then I'm driving home Monday, Monday night. I'm, I'm taking Tuesday off. Fuck the dumb shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you can't just, yeah, don't put yourself Yeah, you're home like at midnight. Fuck yeah. that. And plus, once you walk into the spot, all they're going to do is try to take your vacation vibes from you. Yeah, and like, and we're gonna be busy too, <laughs> because it's the week of Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> oh shit! Wait, what? So, yeah. like, White County, they don't cook for Thanksgiving. No, they do, they do, but people go out to eat the night before. Okay, Black Wednesday. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm going back to work that Wednesday, but I'll be all recharged because I'm not working that Tuesday. And you about to give them everything you got. And then I'll be off Thursday, though, so it'll be straight. For sure. For <laughs> sure. When are you... So you're... Le- oh, you're leaving. Wait, 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 wait. I'm getting my weeks mixed up. Okay, you're coming back right before Thanksgiving. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm coming back that week. I'm coming back the week of Thanksgiving. Got you. you got any, yeah, uh, my flight leaves like at 12:30 from LA and mm-hmm. gets back to St. Louis like at 9:30. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, how many layovers is that? God. Just oh, one. That's 12:30 Pacific to 9:30 Central. Yeah. So yeah, that's wild. That's yeah. Wild. yeah, I got a direct flight there. Luckily, so I mean that's only like four hours, so it's got not bad. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah, man, protect the energy, dog. They will come and try to take it all from you. They know. Oh, I almost got into it tonight. Um, you cranky? <laughs> you restless? Almost got into it with the boss tonight. The top guy, the t- top man. T- telling me all the stuff everybody else does wrong, and I ask him, do you tell them about this stuff? <laughs> do you tell them, like, when they mess up? Uh-huh. Oh, they, 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 they don't listen, they don't listen. Well, get rid of them, then. I don't know why you're telling me. <laughs> Ren. <laughs> Uh. Well, okay, because I deal with this kind of stuff. Like, I don't know if he was looking. So, you know, here, here's the thing. It could just be the tone, too. Well, yeah, but also, like, we get in trouble as men a lot. Yeah. Because our significant others, we go straight to trying to solve the problem. Right? Yeah. Now, we say significant others, but, like, people in general. They men and women throw it on men, right? We go straight to problem solving. When I think your boss now I wasn't there, I've never met the man. Uh, he's never shorted me on oregano. I don't think I've ever. Well, no, because every time I come over, like it's a Sunday and like we're we're kicking it. Um, yeah. I think he just wanted to vent, dog, to his second in command. Ah, uh, see, this was this goes back. This goes back like a couple years. That when I was making when I was making people cry and making people quit, <laughs> he was he was saying, "Yeah, if, if they're messing up, just come tell me." I said, "You're gonna get tired of hearing about it." I'm telling you. <laughs> and what happened a week later? Oh, I don't want to hear about it no more. Okay, uh, okay. He I mean, could... like I don't know. Like you tell you tell these people so many times to do something so simple, sure, and they just don't do it, and they don't do it. So I mean, fuck it. It's. It's there's a saying somewhere and I don't know I'm gonna butcher it but like it's like the idea of advertising like I think that I think the number is like I'm just gonna say seven basically like uh they see an ad they gotta see it like let's just say seven times <coughs> damn uh the eighth dwarf juvie um they gotta see an ad like seven times before it hits right because they gotta ignore mm-hmm. it x amount of times then they'll be like okay cool and then like on number six they might open up the ad and then number seven they might actually like buy the do-rag you know what I'm saying? i don't know man well like i'm putting years on these fools because they've been there for like five years damn, <laughs> damn. you know what i'm saying damn comfort comfort is wild and like i mean I mean, I got two bosses too, and they just don't get along. So the one of them says one thing. Oh hell no, they're bros. Like uh-huh. legit, like they're legit brothers. Gotcha. And um, not one boss will tell you to do one thing, and then the other one's like, "Oh, what are you doing that for?" Oh, because so and so did said to do this. Yeah. Oh, we're not doing it that way. Okay, well I'm just gonna mm-hmm. fucking do it the way I want to then. <laughs> y'all can't figure it out. <laughs> okay, bring them together. <laughs> oh no, that shit don't work, bro. <laughs> work for who? No, they no, they don't work together. They can't. They can't ever compromise. They don't have conversations. Hardly. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like if I have like a um, 
like a DJ who the bride might want, like in this example, use the bride might want like no country, but the mother of the bride who might have paid for the services, but forgot the day is not about her at all. She might want a ton of country, right? So instead of making a decision, because if you make a decision, you're going to piss somebody off, right? Oh, yeah. So bring them together and take yourself out of it. Yeah, then they'd just be fighting. <laughs> but they're not fighting you, right? <laughs> no, nah, but then they're going to, like, it's like the shit, like, they get in a bad mood and they just, like, take it out on everybody else type of shit. Listen, man, motherfuckers got to come together sometimes. Oh, I know, but nah, no, nah, I hear you, but come together these motherfuckers. Because if it comes to like, the shit, Like, the shit that I was talking about, like, mm-hmm. it's just as simple as, like, we got containers, like, this big. Yeah. I'll be telling them to only put this much green pepper in there. This shit will go bad. Sure. Every night is full. I feel you. <laughs> I hear you. Tri- trivial or not, I mean, sometimes, yeah. I mean, we everyone has like tense moments. Oh, yeah. At the heart of it, man, sometimes you just got to have them conversations, dog. I went to a, I went to visit a venue um, two weeks ago, and this person called into the head office and like, spazzed on one of my sales consultants because they didn't have direct information. Like she's like, Oh, you guys clearly she says, uh you got what she say, you guys clearly aren't on your shit or some shit. Don't have your shit together. Hung up the phone. <laughs> right? So he tells me about it and then I send her an email. I was like, uh, hey, he tried to get a hold of me. Was there an issue with my sales consultant? Right? So she hit me from a different email. I don't think she saw my email. She was like, hey, Got your email from someone such and such. Try to get a hold of you. Uh, she was returning my call from like twelve days before that. Oh shit! In the meantime, I had already talked to her colleague and set up a time to visit, and she didn't know about it. So, if we ain't got our shit together, y'all ain't got your shit together either. Oh right? yeah. So I went to this venue. I was ready. Like I was about to give her like the professional pow pow. Like, cause to get right, you gotta have that conversation. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, I mean, the delivery is key, right? But yeah, it might be a little, you know, whatever, especially cause I'd never met this person. Um, you know how you like practice a conversation in your mind and then when it happens, it never goes, it never that works way. that way. Yeah. Dude, she apologized before I could even bring it up. <laughs> like sincerely and apologetically, right? Uh, before I could even bring it up, and I was I was ready, and I was like, oh, well, all right, well, I had the whole speech, had a whole speech in mind, thanks. Uh, Don't need that. <laughs> took that moment from me. But the point of it is, like, them brothers got to get together, man. Somebody got to bring them together. Um, are you? Long- I, are, I you was, the, are you the longest tenured employee? Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. I don't. I don't think it'll ever happen, though. Honestly, they've been they've been doing this shit for forty years. Oh, I feel you. And like, you're like not, this is just like the, some you're simple not the superhero. Shit. You're not the superhero. Oh uh, hell no, not for that. That <laughs> motherfucker's already on fire. You know what I'm saying? You said motherfucker's already on fire. <laughs> no, I said it's already on fire. Ain't no yeah, saving that. I mean, like, no, we're we're straight, but like, yeah. not nah, these two dudes. But like, yeah, just something like this simple. Okay, like, check this shit out. Mm. Just a couple weeks ago, um, my boss that I'm talking about that I was talking to tonight, mm. him and his wife got into a little car accident. Shit. She broke both of her wrists. Damn. So he's got to take care of her, you know, everything. Sure, yeah. yeah. 
And so he hasn't been working as much. But like the past couple weeks, he's been working. Well, no, yeah, it was last week was his first week that he was going to work lunch. My boss, his brother texted him, said, hey, are you going to work in the morning? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my boss goes ahead and shows up. The other boss, he comes in. Eight in the morning, starts getting shit ready. Who shows up at ten thirty? Your boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what kind of just say if you're gonna fucking be in or not? I get it, man. I get it, man. <laughs> you know, motherfuckers. Like, what can't... are you gonna be so so secretive? Like, just let me know. Yeah. Motherfuckers in positions of power and communication and lack of and. Yeah, one's like sixty-two, old, set in his ways. Mm-hmm. And the other's like. Maybe upper forties, so. Oh, that explains a lot too. Yeah, that explains a lot too. Like, like the younger boss, he'll have ideas for shit, and the older dude, he'll be like, "Nah, uh-uh." Three, three months later, who's Do got an idea? Yep. No, no, who's got the idea from the younger guy? But he's saying it's his idea now. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Wow. <laughs> okay. That actually makes a lot more sense. That's the type of shit we deal with. We damn near had a damn driver's license when his baby brother was born, and now his baby brother's in business, and it's like, nah, bucko. Yeah. 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 Well, good luck. (laughs) That's why I said, that's why I say, fuck it all, whatever. (laughs) I get my my shit done. I make sure my area's cleaned and shit like that. That's all I need to worry about. Did you ever want a sibling? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm only child. That shit got boring, dog. I feel you. I feel you. Did it not? Um. Well, why? I guess is the question. What made you want a sibling? Somebody to kick it with? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Was that something you ever brought? Somebody up? to beat up on? Facts. Facts. I never like beat up my sister. I did put her in a sharpshooter mad times. Yeah, but like that's different. Like that's your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you said beat up on. What if you had a like sister? the only kids? Like the only kids that I ever knew that like like beat up on their sisters. They're, they're, they're terrible kids, though. Yeah, those are terrible people now. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now they are. They just started. <laughs> they just started. That's something you ever brought up to uh, Mister and Mrs. Big Run? Uh. She just wanted one. Well, yeah, but I didn't know if that's something you might have mentioned as like a seven year old, like, oh, where's my brother? Let me have a let me have a brother. Go call up call up the stork. <laughs> call up the stork. No, I don't think I ever really mentioned it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, just just ate at you. Ate at your soul. Yeah, man. It's like I just want somebody to hang out with. <laughs> I mean to laugh so hard at your deepest and darkest, but uh, no, I was being I was being funny. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, listen, man, they say uh, even jokes got a little tinge of truth in them, which makes them so. Yeah, there goes the tinge. <laughs> there goes the tinge. Um, I mean, because I got, I mean, of course, I grew up with sis. We're two years apart. Um, my oldest brother, because my father was a charming man. Uh, my oldest brother, I think, is twelve or thirteen years older than me. Um, I think, and so like our relationship, like I haven't seen him since uh, Pop's home going, but I mean he lives X amount of hours away. Um, 
hadn't really talked too much since then, just lives, lives be living. But I'm just thinking of like the dynamic of your bosses, like. Oh yeah, no, like I mean, they don't like yeah, they don't really talk too much outside of work, you know. I imagine. <clears throat> Yikes, man! Because my mom was the youngest of eight, all daughters, and her oldest sister was literally. 20 years older than her. Damn. Like, she had a kid before my mother was born. Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, and and both have passed away, my, my oldest auntie and my mother, of course. So, like, I just wonder how that dynamic uh, built itself throughout the years. Like, my mom couldn't talk when my auntie was drinking legally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and like I can't imagine like I got a buddy he's maybe 60 years younger than me he's about to have his third child and I'm probably uh, telling the story wrong but so what it's, it's, it's my podcast not his that like he's about to have his third kid and he's like yeah I'm gonna have a kid it's cool right and he was like he doesn't want to get snipped because he said listen I love my wife but what if we don't make it you know what I'm saying? What if we don't make it? But I find somebody else, and she wants to have a kid. I'm like, there ain't no turning back from that snip, snip, is there? Right. It? I don't know. <laughs> if not, not on the men's side. Now the women can be untied, I believe. But hey, yeah, you know, vote for Proposition Eight. Um. So I was like, bro. So you, you don't want any kids. You're open to kids, but only if you get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, he's thinking. Right, 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 right. He's thinking. But even think of that time it would take, like, however his however old his children would be now, I think his oldest is maybe five. Like like is that in the back of his head like every day? You know, know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I told him to start. Like about like it's it. just going over and over in his head like I ain't getting snipped. I ain't getting fucking snipped. Facts, bro. <laughs> like the way he talked about it was like, yo, I'm not like no, I don't want to deal with the and I think now one of my homies is snipped. I believe like he dealt with like a day of minor discomfort. Like I think it's a really easy procedure. But I mean, you know, maybe like don't. when I think about that shit, it's just like I'm thinking like y'all gonna cut my whole dick off. <laughs> he did make reference again his balls cut off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I don't listen. I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't have kids young. I guess is the the moral of this story. Um, don't get divorced. I told him the story about how me and you got in trouble early on talking about seeing your wife and kids every day because he made a, a, a similar comment. I was like, well, listen, I get you, man. I get you. I get you. He yeah. talked about uh, coming home from a long day at work and the kids want to hang out and his lady want to talk to him and shit. He's like, shorty, I'm just trying to play video games. <laughs> and I had to explain to him like, I feel you. I want to play video games too. Like I, I want to play 2K right now. But like, we got a whole. We had the, the kids don't know what you went through the whole yeah. day. Your lady only has an idea of what you went through the whole day. We drained ourselves before we get home. However, we still have to fill up the tank of the people that love us unconditionally or conditionally, but you know, love us. Um. He said, fuck all that. Um, I put on my sweats 
and knocked out some Madden. I was like, all right, well, happy home. <laughs> happy, happy home. Um, yeah, man, I've been I've been kicking it lately, man. Um, wedding season's coming to an end, so I want to live a little more. Thinking about copying these tickets to this secret show um, in a secret location. I don't know who's performing. I don't know where, but I'm intrigued. Um, part of why, and we'll talk about Crown Jewel, of course. Part of why I didn't like all the way get through Crown Jewel. Um, so, like, it was a Saturday. And, of course, I got, like, you know, work stuff for the early afternoon. I forgot they were <laughs> overseas. <laughs> yeah, it just started, like, super early. Yeah, so I'm thinking, fuck around. This shit started 7 p.m., 8 p.m., right? No, no. Noon. Uh, noon, right. You know what I'm <laughs> so it gets to be, like, 8 p.m., and I pull it up. They're like, started four hours and 56 minutes ago. Nigga, what? <laughs> Damn. And so I waited another hour trying to get the replay. And because Peacock fucking sucks, they're like, yeah, it, does. it wasn't available. I'm like, man, fuck. All right, well, it was Saturday. So Sunday comes, and I actually woke up like earlyish on my Sunday. I was like, all right, yeah, let's start the Sunday with some, some wrestling. Fucking pulled it up. It still wasn't available. <laughs> oh. And then, okay, the day goes forward. I'm cleaning the crib. I got it on the background. And then my guy hits me up. He's like, hey, you trying to go to this all R&B day party? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want to go. So, uh, got showered up, man. Cut crown jewel off. I forgot it was daylight savings. I forgot the clock. The clock clucked. Um... Got dressed, man, and we went. Now, I live literally walking distance from where this R&B party was. And my, my bro, he uh, he pulls up. I'm like, hey, dog, I mean, you want to walk? I mean, it's just, we can walk it. You want to walk? You know what I mean? He's like, nah, man, I'll drive. I'll drive. What, like, was it at a bar? No, I was at like a venue venue. There is a okay. bar in it. But like, yeah. hell, as an idea, um as re- this recording last night, they had a band playing there called the Squirrel Nut Zippers. So it's a yeah, it's a yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they've opened up for Hell Ripper or not. Um, nah, he ain't ever been over here yet. No, got you. I don't know if they open up for two hundred stab wounds or not. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so we pull up, man, and we get there like an hour after it started. And uh, it still wasn't too, too packed. I was like, oh, we could have waited probably another 45 minutes, right? So we kicking it, man. We walk in. It was like complimentary shot of Duce. I was like, all right. You know, um, it fills up. It fills up. It wasn't like, it was great vibes. There was a lot of black person joy. A lot of great vibes. A lot of great R&B. Um, I got a video of me on the dance floor singing Superstar by Usher. Um, I haven't put it on the internet yet. It's 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 gorgeous. I got my face rubbed by some moderately cute stranger at the end of it. Um, but it wasn't like no like it wasn't like no baddies baddies in there. <laughs> um, I told the story last week, which went on over here about how I got my ass pinched when we went out, and how like the was women, she there? She was not there. She was not there. However, rats, rats, 
Drats. Uh, um, but I definitely had like another instance of like, nah, shorty, you you're too close, man. You're too close, dog. I'm dead ass. Like I'm leaned up against the bar. I I think uh SWV Week was playing, and I'm kind of just grooving, and she see me grooving, and I'm not saying this offensively. It's just the story. She was like two and a half of me. Yep. And yep. she grooving. She had me pressed up. I'm like, okay, all right. All right, shorty. I'm trying to like sidestep it. But the women you don't want to talk to are the ones who are very vocal about wanting some of your time. Um, but we had a dope-ass time. Dope-ass time. But then we leave, right? And... Now, there's police presence at the front door because it's a black event. So, of course, they got all the polices in the world. All the polices. And there's a dude. He is barking on his officer. Like, they are like this. Face to face. Barking. And the officer's just taking it. Barking on his officer. The dude walks away. He's yelling about everybody busting windows. Everybody windows busted. And I wasn't paying attention because I thought he was threatening to bust everybody's windows. I was like, well, I'm not going to give that. I'm not going to sell that. Yeah. Sell that shit. We get to my guy's car, and it turns out that homie was not threatening people's windows to be busted. He was yelling out that everybody's windows was busted. Oh, shit. We get to my guy's car, and I. Instantly see that his glove box is open. Oh. And then, because it was dark out by the time we leave, I see his back passenger window laid out very smoothly on the ground. Like, this was a professionalist job. He had his shit tented? He did. Yeah, I'll do that. Yes. Well, and apparently, and I don't know if I should say this over the internet, but, like, apparently if you take a spark plug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's so, like glass breaker. That's what he thinks happened because yeah. they got too many cars for no one to notice. And yeah, because that shit. I mean, it's not necessarily. It's not super loud, right? And that's what he was saying. It's not. Super <laughs> I mean, loud. I'm not saying I've done any of this. But... I'm just saying what I heard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I heard some things. Yeah, uh, but the, yeah, it was kind of cracked in the middle, kind of folded a little bit, but not like shatters. Like took it out, laid it on the ground. Um, they took his his thing and his stuff. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh oh. They made they they made out. I can't imagine how they came up. Them niggas was playing GTA for real, for real. God, I'm so worried about going out to LA, bro. <laughs> bro, like, I got a rental. So like, oh shit. Well, hey. <laughs> I mean, shit. They got insurance. I mean, it ain't mine. It ain't but yours. still, don't put your. I ain't leaving nothing in that motherfucker. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. So uh, we get in the car. He was like, damn, dog, you was right. Should have walked. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be listening to Juve, man. Man. They don't be listening to Juve. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, trying to live a little more. There's a concert. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks from now. I am think I'm going to go see my, my old buddy DJ this weekend. Um, AEW is coming to town. At the end of this month, 
And SmackDown is too. Yes, 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 yes. I saw the SmackDown a little too late. Uh, but also, I doubt Roman Reigns will even be like doing anything important considering Crown Jewel. Whereas, I have Usi's there. Usi, yes. <laughs> Feeling real Usi. I don't know if that's true, by the way. <laughs> the whole Usi being slain, Samoan slain for pussy. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the AW show, I believe, yeah, it's going to be at the end of this month. Like a week and a half after Full Gear. No. No. It's the first Dynamite after Full Gear, isn't it? Oh. Is Full Gear the 19th or 26th? Full Gear's the 19th. Okay, so it's the second. It's the second one. Okay. Deece. I could deal with that. It won't be the... Uh, yep, 19th. It won't be the uh, the parade for MJF. It'll be uh, <laughs> the week after. But... Um, Dig it, man. Speaking of wrestling things, man. Um, actually, let's push the Screwjob talk into the intro. So I want to thank you all for pressing play on episode 167 of the Hard Camera T-H-C-C-L-X-V-I-I. And I am your guy, your guy, Jew, J-U-V, just on the original. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner. As always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are, yes, sir, pretty deadly. Big Ren, let him know how to get yeah. you on the social media is my guy. You got it, go. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at A, my fucker, A underscore M, A-A-F-F-H-U-C-K-A. Check it the fuck out. And check me the fuck out on Twitter, on the Instagrams, at Juvie Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page, me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams, at The Hard Camera. Live coverage, live witticisms, predictions, whatnot, heretofore, et cetera, things of that nature. But you know, man, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Shout out to New Zealand. Hard woman content, heart building content, content that just fucking listens to Juve sometimes. Sometimes, not all the time. Not all the time. Your your bosses are still gonna fight because you ain't listening. Oh to yeah, move. it's all good though. Content <laughs> that hopefully help us pay our bills. Um, Ren, so before we get into uh, the Crown Jewel recap today, not the day this drops, but the day we're actually recording this uh, marks twenty five years since the Montreal Screw Job. A landmark event in not only WWF, not only Bret Hart's career, Shawn Michaels' career, to an extent Steve Austin's career, a lot of careers, but probably the premier landmark event in professional wrestling. The impetus for, like you could say, literally everything. Now, I'm of the belief, I'm of the mindset that the Attitude Era kind of unofficially was starting, at least the seeds were planted at SummerSlam 97. After the Sean Brett, or sorry, the Taker Brett match where Sean was the uh, Sean was referee, some would say it started when Sean Michaels stuffed his shorts with gauze or a sock and was throwing his nuts in Jim Ross's face on Raw. Um, <laughs> different different starting points. Can't deny the impact of the screw job. Now I was nine years old when that happened. Uh, you were eight, correct? Yeah. Were you watching? Were you a fan at that time? I was not. Okay. I was actually, uh, it was right 
after I mean it was right when the Attitude Era it was right when Stone Cold started in the oh, Attitude man. Era. Gotcha. That's like I remember when we were at my cousin's house and they're like, You gotta watch this, you gotta watch this guy. He just drinks beer and flips people <laughs> off and whoops ass. Nice. I'm like, all right, that sounds awesome. Nineteen ninety eight. That's yeah. yeah, that's whenever I got that's whenever I really started watching pro wrestling. Got you. So you came in right after the screw job. Yeah. Interesting. Stone Cold was on his rise. That was actually his first match. That night was his first match. First match back after uh being injured by Owen Hart at SummerSlam uh three months before. Um I was watching. I I think the screw job had to have been like now of course we were wrestling at playgrounds during lunch and recess and we knew like hey like hey we're gonna sell, right? We're not yeah. gonna hurt each other, we're gonna sell. I might put the sharpshooter on a little tight, but you'll be okay, right? But the screw job had to have been the first little inkling that like Hmm. No sell. <laughs> something. Something about something this art didn't form. work. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> something about this art form. I remember buying. It wasn't WWF magazine. It was like an offshoot pro wrestling magazine, where it was kind of talking about it. And I'm nine, right? And so, like, I still didn't quite get it, but this shit. I like was the magazine that looked like the fucking Auto Traders. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? I think it was, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facts. Like, it may have been a Pro Wrestling Illustrated. It might have been something. Yeah. Like, but... <laughs> the non-glossy-ass fucking papers, bro. Get bro, your fucking paper it cuts like and shit. like newspaper a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's funny as fuck. Um, <laughs> I remember seeing it and trying to make sense of it. And I remember vaguely, you know, Vince McMahon on television, like, hey... Uh, Brett screwed Brett. Still wiping the spit off. Yeah, bro, listen. Listen. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Shout out to Uncle Vince. Vince McMahon is a G. Oh, yeah. He's a super G. Not only because he did what he had to do for the company, right? Because it. here's the thing. Because of that moment and what it did to wrestling, it brought the WWF to the forefront of wrestling to where it is what it is today, right? But that moment will never happen again. No. Never happen again. No. I was thinking back, I mean, I was thinking today, I was like, that that really has never, ever happened ever since then. Never happened again. Like, no. it happened in the WWF on a smaller profile back in 1985 with Wendy Richter. They screwed Wendy Richter out of the title and uh, put Fabulous Moolah over as uh, the spider lady. She had a mask on. They screwed Wendy Richter. Maybe 85, 86, right? But, like, that was the 80s. Lower profile, a little more to Wild Wild West, but we're in the 90s. Yeah. The Apex. HBK, of- Shawn Michaels. Dude. Fucking Bret Hart. Dude. Shawn Michaels humped the Canadian flag 20 minutes before the screw job, right? Like, he humped it. And, again, the, the 90s, the apex of technology and identity clashing together. 
So there was still a bit of the Wild Wild West feel. WWF hadn't gone public yet. They weren't a publicly mm-hmm. traded company yet. It was still strictly Vince. So you saw that, and all the talent was like, well, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? What the fuck? <laughs> like, this could happen to me. Yeah. If they hit Bret Hart with the screw job, who ain't? Who Who's safe? I feel bad for Earl. Still. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. That man went running. <laughs> they snagged Earl right before <laughs> the match. It was like, yo, make a shake. Like, if you don't think do about it, that shit. Bro, like, think about that shit. Like, they already had the match laid out. Bro. What was going to happen. Bro. And then as he's walking to the fucking ring, they're like, hey, we're changing it all up. We're changing it all Fuck up. Fuck this dude. Ring this bell. <laughs> And get the fuck out of there. And if you don't do it, you're going to get kill fired. You. <laughs> right. You're going to die. <laughs> but if you do it, you might die. But if you don't do it, you're going to die. Job. You're right. You might die. <laughs> but if you don't do it, you're going to die. Like, that's so fucking crazy. Yeah. Ring the bell. Get the fuck out of there. Because if you get fired, Bret Hart's still going to WCW. He's going to make millions. And what you going to do? Be fired. Watch the shit. I watch the shit on TV at home. You know what I'm saying? You think Brett's bringing you to WCW? You think they want Earl? Hell no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can't imagine that pressure. Apparently, they didn't speak for like 20 damn years, damn near. Oh, man. So like, fuck, man. But again, you know what it did for like the the what ifs are so interesting because if we look at what happened, right? They screwed Brett. Vince was in a position where he, 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 Sean and Brett were not, they were just clashing. Yeah. But also, Brett, with the 20 year contract that, that Vince couldn't hold up anymore, he was in a position where, for one, he had to save the company, but he had to choose Sean or Brett. And he chose Sean, and then Sean was gone two months later. <laughs> two months later, he had the injury at the Royal Rumble. That's the business. Didn't wrestle again until WrestleMania. So four months later. But like, imagine, like, imagine had they all figured it out and Bret Hart was in the WWF in 1998. A heel Bret Hart still hating America. Imagine Stone Cold at his apex fighting a heel Bret Hart. Like... That been so tight, bro. Like, it's those little things that. Cause I mean, we already know. Hey, he, Triple H was supposed to win King of the Ring '96, got in yep. trouble, and then Steve Austin won it, and then used that to, to to catapult himself. But the screw. If the screw job doesn't happen, do you think we get the Mister McMahon character? No. Right. Yeah. No. No, we don't. Like, I think there were already like little bitty seeds. Because, I mean, Vince finally outed himself as the, the owner of the company, and he got stunned by, by, by Steve Austin. So, like, maybe, but when that shit happened to Brett, there was, there was no way around it. No. No, no they were stuck with that. There's no turning back from that. No turning back. He got on the TV screen and said, Brett screwed Brett, even if it wasn't, like, his plan to be a character after that, 
He had no fucking choice. Yeah. No fucking he choice. He knew what he was doing. Brett screwed Brett with the black eye. That's the other reason why Vince is a G. I didn't finish that. He did what he had to do for the company. Then he... Le- Bret Hart spit dead in his face. Nigga, I ain't never seen such an accurate loogie to the face. Yeah. He spit dead in his eye. And then... Socked him with the right hand. And Vince was like, listen, I'm going to give him one. I'm going to give him one. This was back when Vince wasn't like jacked either, too. You know what I'm saying? At least he didn't show it off, right? He didn't show it off the same way. He, uh, yeah, dog, went to the locker room and said, listen, man, I'm going to give him one. That's all he's going to get, though. I'm going to give him one. I ain't going to flinch. I ain't going to flinch. I'm going to just eat that shit. And fucking, he made it shake, dude. He made it shake. <laughs> Got shook. But, I mean, Bret Hart, the world-class athlete. I mean, I get it, man. Emotions are high. That's Bret Hart. What a time, dog. This whole thing wouldn't be what it is without the screw job. No. This whole thing, dude. As unfortunate as it was. Wishing there was a way to, to, to put it back together. Um, yeah, the whole thing. And Sean was gone right afterward. That's what's crazy. But also, the screw job is probably why Sean will be set for life. Oh, yeah. That's why he's still there. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Sean Michaels. The end yeah. work and the mind for it. But, like, imagine, imagine being Sean. <laughs> Having to, like, screw over the guy. I wonder if he knew, though, the whole time. He did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they had, like, they were they were working on the match, but then Sean already knew the whole time. He knew. He knew. <laughs> did you ever watch, um, there was a show. It was very short-lived, and it, it ended up losing itself, like, months in. But uh, WWF, they might have been E at that time, WWE Confidential. Yeah. So it was a late night Saturday show hosted by Mean Gene. The very first and second episode was a was a interview with Shawn Michaels, and in those episodes he admitted that he knew because he lied the Brett, night. Brett was sitting at home thinking, "This motherfucker." Yeah. Well, Vince. <laughs> well, Vince told everyone who was involved to like deny it. Like he told Shawn to deny it. He told the only person he told was going to happen was Jerry Briscoe, and of course Shawn knew. But, like, no one else knew. Jim Ross didn't know. Bruce Pritchard didn't know. Pat Patterson didn't know. Just Sean, Triple H, and Gerald Briscoe. And they all just got to roll with it, the commentary team. Bro, imagine me. Imagine that energy. <laughs> what, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> legendary call. What, what, huh? What happened? It'd be, like, it'd be like us watching Undertaker lose at Mania. Bro. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Bro, a pin drop. A pin yeah. drop. Yeah. A pin drop. If it's on TV, it's a work. But all the conspiracy theories of, oh, he wasn't supposed to lose that match. He had a concussion. And, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, all right, he did have a concussion, <laughs> But you don't get a 21 and 1 graphic up that fast if he was supposed to win the match. So, fucking, fucking Mark. Fucking Mark, but yeah, man, Montreal screw job. Twenty five years later, the uh, I would say the single most important event in wrestling is ever um, more important than, than Mike Tyson. 
more important than the NWO, I would say. Oh, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> barely. NWO was huge, but more important than NWO. Um, that, I would say, that is the number one moment that has led wrestling to what it is. So, Definitely. I uh, It seems that everyone's in a better place about it. Uh, Brett, I think, posted a, made a post today uh, as we recorded saying, you know, I mean, because, listen, Bret Hart had a lot of animosity toward the wrestling business. And oh, yeah. even more after Owens passing. Yeah. So, you know, Bret Hart would be called all kind of things, like bitter, for one. Um, which, I mean, I understand. Wrestling took his brother, but also the one thing he loved screwed him over. But he made a post today where he mentioned, you know, this was the day that he, he, he took over his destiny, took control of his destiny. Which is a really positive way, really, really positive way to, to spin that. Um, spin isn't the nicest word, but you guys, you guys catch what I'm saying. Um, so Brett seems to be happier. Sean runs NXT. Triple H runs the whole fucking creative of the company. <laughs> um, and Vince is going out on dates with, with random 40-somethings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So happily ever after. Happy ever after. Uh, Big Ren. WWE Crown Jewel. Blood Money 17. Before we go over to recap, let's recap the numbers. Big Ren went 5 of 7, taking his total to 56 of 75, 74.66%. Your boy Juve went 6 of 7. Yeah. Yeah, taking my number to 54 of 75 at a flat round 72%. I'm creeping. I'm creeping up. Yeah, I was a dumbass for picking that one. I won't call you no names, <laughs> but if you if you if you feel it, if you believe it, um, oh, you guys didn't hear our picks. Uh, Ren picked yeah. uh, Ren picked Omas instead of Braun Strowman, um, in the battle of <laughs> the monster versus the giant, dubbed Hogan and Andre two by uh, Braun Strowman. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He fit in that whole control your narrative thing. Oh, yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, lava, face <laughs> ass. Um, well, hell, we started here. What'd you think of that match? Um, actually, you know what? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. What did you think of Crown Jewel overall? I didn't, it was good. Mm-hmm. A lot of the same matches. Mm hmm. A lot of the same structures mm. and too many fucking interferences. Huh. Um, definitely in the main event. We had event. three. Who, uh, just in the main event or you mean overall in each match? Overall. Okay. Um, who interfered? Okay. Scarlett interfered. Oh, Scarlett, Nikki, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Yeah. And yeah. Rhea. True. True, true, true. And yeah, so you didn't even count the main event with the Usos and Sasuke yeah. and Logan Paul, or sorry, and Jake Paul and those two random dudes uh, in the entourage. So it's a lot of interferences. It's a lot of yeah, for yeah. six matches. A lot of commotion. A lot of commotion for sure. For and sure. like, I didn't, I didn't like how some of them ended. Like, it just, I don't know. I mean, we'll get to all that, but yeah. yeah. I um, I don't know if it was because I didn't get to see it live. Um. I don't know. Or I don't know if it was the Saudi Arabia aspect. Because here's the thing. These Saudi Arabia shows, don't nothing be happening. No. 
this is just a straight buffer. I mean, like, honestly, it was a replay of Raw and SmackDown from the week before. Dude. With the main event. With the new with the new main event. Don't nothing be yeah. happening at these shows. No. Like you could take these shows completely out and nothing would change the canon of WWE storytelling. So I don't know if I just went but I, I overall I went into it with like a little bit of apathy. I probably would have been better if I watched it live, but I went into it with a little, little apathetic. Um but it was cool. I mean, it was whatever. It was cool. Yeah, not, that's how I'm going not, at it. Not the most memorable show. Um, not the most exciting show. Um, that Bray Wyatt segment, so boring. Yeah. I was bored by that. Yeah. Um, I like the direction of the character overall. Him. Me too. Feuding with himself, fighting with himself. <laughs> that segment was boring. Boring as fuck, though. Yeah, think about that shit. Flying all the way out there for 15 minutes, bro. <laughs> like, they could have just cut a promo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could have done that. Yeah, because on is like, I'm not trying to take away anything from the fans over there, but they don't fucking, I guarantee half of them don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give them this, because they chance be like, like B tier. Yeah. That best of all chant was kind of decent. Yeah, that was kind of decent. I'll give I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Um, but yeah, that segment. Yeah, it happened. It happened. We're gonna need some progression there eventually, um, in some form or fashion. I get that they laying out the the exposition of it all, but um, yeah, that segment I could do without it. Yeah, <laughs> could do without it. Um, so yeah, we started with uh, let's yeah let's start with that Omos and Braun Strowman, and then we'll get to the match tonight. What do you think of that match? It was like it was good. It made them both look good. Yeah, you know, um, Omos beat the fuck out of Braun. Yeah. That was his best match he's ever had. Yeah, true. I'll give you that. And just for Braun, just a win by one power slam, I thought was weak as fuck. Really? Why? What you say? I was. I mean, Omos beat the shit out of him yeah. the whole entire <laughs> match. Yeah, and then just to get done from one power slam, like, come on! I hear that. I hear that. He he was whooping that ass, wasn't he? Yeah, bro. I haven't seen Omos talk so much shit. I know. Damn. <laughs> he so man, he told he was gonna get that work. He said, I'm him, about to get that ass whooped. Um uh, yeah, inoffensive little match, man. Um and uh yeah, impressive power slam. You talked about and, and not much to add to this match, honestly, but you talked about similar structures. That takes me directly to Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of this match? I've said, I, honestly, it's the same. It's mirrored what I just said about the Omos and yeah. Braun match. Yeah. I mean, and I hated the finish. It was, it was a fucking, it was a fancier roll up. <laughs> I hate <you>. Right. <laughs> he fell on him. Right. Right, right. And Bobby right. couldn't be like, Bobby was like, ah, know, on his back, yeah. <laughs> you know? I can't let you get hurt, like. I mean, like, and he beat the shit out of Brock the whole entire yeah. time. Yeah. Structurally, I liked it better for this match. Yeah, me too. Because, and and that's why I didn't hate the finish. It seemed a little out of nowhere-ish, but Brock Lesnar, I mean, it's it's a development for Brock Lesnar, Right. Yeah. Brock came out there. And for Bobby. And for Bobby, right? Because the way this feud got reheated, Brock came out there talking shit 
where nobody even talking about homie. Brock just came out there talking shit because he's big, bad Brock Lesnar. However, Bobby Lashley has been whooping ass for the better part of two to three years. Yeah. After the whole Lana thing. He's been whooping ass out here. So I like the fact that he wanted to smoke. He was not about to back down to Brock Lesnar, but so much so that he whooped Brock Lesnar's ass. Yeah. Right? Big time. Because, and then put him in the hurt walk at the end. I mean, come and on. And then whooped his ass some more. Right? Because at the Rumble, Brock Lesnar whooped Bobby Lashley's ass. Yeah, he did. He whooped his ass. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Get the crown jewel. Bobby's a different man. That was 10 yeah. months ago, dog. You pop in and out when you want to. I'm out here whooping ass on a regular fucking basis, my G. And Brock Lesnar could not rely on the aura of Brock Lesnar. It's like the mystique of Brock Lesnar was shattered just a little bit, right? Yeah. Because even Roman Reigns, in defeating Brock Lesnar, it took how many belt shots? At SummerSlam. Oh, like 10. It took a table to bury him underneath, right? Even at WrestleMania, it took him a belt shot and a spear to do it, right? So Roman Reigns, the champion for over 800 days, it took him all of that to beat Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley lost, but proved Brock Lesnar ain't really fucking with him the same way like that. Yeah, for sure. So I like the chink in the armor of, uh, of Brock Lesnar, maybe not... Um, being the same, the, the same, uh, the same Brock Lesnar, and this creates the intrigue for the third match on both of their ends, right? Because Bobby lost, but Brock, Brock didn't win, no, <laughs> right? And that's gonna fuck with Brock Lesnar. Not only did <laughs> he not win, he also got his ass whooped after the fluke win. Yeah, so. That clash, that third clash, that's going to be, be a banger. That's going to be a banger. That's going to be a banger. Do you think we can hold that off till Mania? It's a long way. Yep. What, December, January, February, March, April. Woo! Yeah, that is a long way. That's a long way. Maybe, um, I don't know, Survivor Series seems quick, but I mean, Brock is good for a Survivor Series match, though. Yeah. So... That's tough. That's tough. I feel like you can build it up more. I don't know how. I mean, maybe he just pops in on a on a on a Bobby uh, Bobby Lashley match. He seems to have kind of moved on and um, gotten involved. Well, not gotten involved in the United States title run because he it was his belt, but uh, mm-hmm. cost the cost the cash in. He's he's aiming for Seth. He's aiming for Seth. Yeah. We can talk about the cash in a little bit. You seem to uh, yeah. have an emotional reaction. No, no, no. I just thought, I mean, like, I don't even know what they were doing with that shit, yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so he's aiming at Seth. Maybe we get that match in Survivor Series. Maybe that's when Brock comes back. I don't know. But we're definitely getting that match. Because uh, I think there's, there's no December pay-per-view, and then the, there's no day one anymore. Um, huh. So, yeah, they can't. it looks like they canceled day one. Okay, um, and it was only a certain shelf life you could have on that anyway. Like, yeah, what if January first is a fucking Thursday. Like, what you gonna do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This was the only other time they could have it for like six years. Um, so maybe the Rumble is a good place to have that have that blow off match. Um, 
Maybe they schmoz that match as a double DQ. And then we could push the fourth match, the rubber match, to to Mania. That could work. Um, listen, dog. Let that be in the cell. That's what I was actually just thinking. Mm. Since I've seen the, I mean, it's just like hearsay, but Triple H is saying to kind of want to get away from some of the uh, gimmick or, yeah, gimmick pay-per-views and just have those type of matches for when they actually deserve it in the feuds, Facts. which fuck yeah. Facts. I mean, shit, two nights of Mania. The first night could be Money in the Bank. The second night could be Hell in a Cell. Lashley and Lesnar. Um, there's rumors of John Cena maybe wrestling in Mania. Yep. The night could be John Cena. The other night could be The Rock. So there's a lot of parody that they could do with this Mania. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm keeping an eye on it. Keeping an eye on it. But, yeah, very similar structure to, to Omos and Braun Strowman. <laughs> um, let's push forward this way, man. What was your match of the night? <laughs> I honestly I don't even know if I have one, bro. Mm, really? Uh, no, yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know if I have one because, like I said, like I felt like a lot of the matches were the same. Yeah. And like it was just like people getting beat up that I thought there's no way this should work. Uh, what you mean? <laughs> Go ahead. What you mean? Main event, bro. Fuck yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might give that match of the night because of the spectacle around it. I um, could do that. He pulled it off. And here's the thing. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to rewatch the Usos Brawling Brutes match. I didn't have that much interest in the match. Shout out to that fire ass one D they hit off the second row, yeah. bro. For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh but yeah, tell me about the main event, man. I mean, fuck, dude. Logan Paul kinda did his thing out there, you know. I'm gonna give Logan Paul his propers. Yeah, the man, the man is is he's an athlete. Yeah, he's an athlete. Um, Roman Reigns definitely did his best to make him appear credible as a threat after taking him not so seriously. Uh, when he finally got that pin at the end, did you see like Roman Reigns' face? Like, the fuck, the fuck, I just, go, <laughs> fuck, I just go through. Like, how this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Um. The jump, I mean, jumping off the top rope, off the turnbuckle onto the table with his fucking phone out, like, all right. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I mean, that was such an epic shot of him jumping off the top rope. Gorgeous. Getting ready to get cracked. Gorgeous (laughs) shot. Yes, 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 yes. Hell of a shot. Salute to that production team. They don't miss nothing. No. They don't miss nothing. Nothing. Facts. (laughs) Oh, man. No, nah, I mean the match was cool, man. It um again, Logan Paul's an athlete. I don't know where Logan Paul goes next. Um that's a that's I mean that's a high profile match. It's his third match. Yeah. Um so I mean you think he gets a he he probably gets a WrestleMania slot. It wouldn't maybe, surprise me. Maybe he's in the rumble. I could go with that. I could I could honestly see that more than than the mania. Yeah. Since he has like matched this past year. I mean, I could see them both. I think I could see both. I think he he's in the Rumble, and then that sets up his Mania match somehow with somebody high profile. I don't know what other heels, what high profile heels they have. I mean, I think by that time, Sami Zayn might be kicked out of the bloodline. Um, and he already did the celebrity match last year with, with Johnny Knoxville. Um, can't really go back to The Miz again, I don't no. think. I mean, it's a, it's a cool little... Story arc that they have, you know, that continue history, but you can't really go back to that again. 
Um, it's got to be high profile enough. It won't be Brock Lesnar high profile. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who knows? We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the match was cool. Um, Michael Cole's commentary specifically kind of took me out of it. Um, oh, yeah? Kind of took me out <laughs> of it. Well, it was one part specifically, right? They've been telling the story about Logan Paul. He's been, tra- he's been training with HBK. Mm. But then he did the signature HBK forearm into the kip up. And Michael Cole, Superman punch! <laughs> Superman punch! I'm like, Michael Cole. And then he goes, with his own version of a Superman. Michael Cole, that was a forearm. <laughs> and he nipped up like Shawn Michaels, the story that you guys have been telling the entire time. And maybe I'm I'm just nitpicking, but like, that was a huge selling point for me. Yeah. Like, hey, he's been working with Shawn Michaels. It may make sense he's doing Shawn Michaels things. Um, he might have been tra- training with Hangman Adam Page, too. You see that buckshot, Larry? I did. That was pretty mm, good. Wasn't bad. It was not bad. Not bad at all. Um, but yeah, that frog splash is hard. That frog yeah. splash is hard. Him and Montez Ford got to fight for it, though. Ooh. They got to fight for it. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that, that frog splash off. Um, yeah, anything else on that match? Um, a lot of interference, like you said. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just a, te- it's a testament to both of those guys. Roman Reigns for being able to lead Logan Paul through his third match. Um, the company trusting Roman Reigns to do that. But also, <laughs> Roman Reigns and the company trusting Logan Paul to be in the ring. Yeah. With Roman fucking Reigns. That's what I was just going to say. For sure, for sure. Um, that that dive over the top rope under the Usos. Fire. Chef kiss. Chef kiss. Yeah. Jake Paul gets on my nerves a little bit. Yeah, he does. He's kind of, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I don't know why. And I don't mean like like heels do. I mean no, in, this in, is... in general. Yeah. He annoys me in general. Um, he I, he he just looks like a shithead. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Like like you go to a party and you see this guy there and you're like this guy's gonna try to fight somebody. Right, right. He's gonna try to fight somebody. He's gonna or he's, or he's gonna steal something. <laughs> he's gonna dirty mac somebody for their girl. <laughs> yeah. He let his friend borrow a shirt. He gonna tell everybody. Girl gonna walk up. Oh, nice shirt. Oh, you know you know. You know, I lent him that shirt, right? Yeah. Hate them niggas, man. Hate them niggas. Yeah, I don't know. A dude I just wouldn't really want to spend time with. Um, but yeah, solid match, though. Solid match, though. Um, what do you think about the last woman standing match? Was missing something, wasn't it? It wasn't missing a fucking golf cart. Oh, what fuck. do you think of that shit? <laughs> Like, what? Uh, I don't know whose idea that was to bring that fucking thing in there, but that was just a waste of... I don't want to say... Here's the thing, because wrestling is wrestling. Yeah. I won't go so far as to say that, like, certain things are only beholden to certain places. But... AEW has a running gag with a golf cart. Yeah. And I can't think of the last time WWE used a golf cart. No. I'm not saying they took the idea. Everything is an idea. Nothing, no idea is brand new. But they use a golf cart 
and used it poorly. Like, I was expecting, like, whenever they were, like, cruising that bitch down the ramp and Bailey was on top, I was expecting her to, like, slam on the brakes and go flying. Through the table. <laughs> the spot was right there. Yeah. I mean, like, you already seen they had the motherfucker reinforced. Bro. Or at least, like, into something. A wall yeah. of something. Some kind of, like, steel steps. The chairs. Like, they drove that bitch two miles an hour so everybody sees you. <laughs> They, they they weren't even on the they weren't pedal to the metal nothing Bro, with that bitch. Bailey brought it out cruising cruising USA. Bianca Bella was going downhill and was going slower than <laughs> slower than Bailey. <laughs> uh, I mean they they tried it they tried it. I like the story that they told right like Bailey yeah. Bailey's desperation. She instantly went to a kendo stick when the kendo stick didn't work. Went to the chair. The yeah, KOD work. on the chair was fire. It was, it was, it was, it was cool. It I was, I mean, it was kind of clunky, but it, it was, was clunky, but decent in the sense that like Bailey had knee injury, had knee trouble. Yeah. So like, if they meant it, it worked out. If they didn't, I would have great cover. You know what I'm saying? I would have rather them ended it with that than how they ended it. I was gonna ask, what do you think about that finish? I thought it was trash. <laughs> trash idea or trash in execution? Both. I like the idea. I liked the idea. It was similar to, and maybe Wade Barrett mentioned it. Maybe I didn't hear it properly, but it was similar to the John Cena Batista last man standing match mm-hmm. where John Cena won because he duct taped Batista's feet to the, to the, uh, the ring post. Yeah. So I like the idea of the turnbuckle sandwiching Bailey in the ladder. Could have got out of there though. But she could have got out of there though. <laughs> <laughs> like Batista, he ain't, he ain't getting out of there. You're not just getting out of duct tape. Up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? My man's was taped up. Bailey could have got out of that. Yeah. So like maybe they need to push the ladder. I don't know if the ladder was all the way pushed. Um. If them Bailey cakes was just getting her up out of that ladder, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Execution wise, you know what I mean. Was what it was, but that match was, it was cool. That's cool. Match it was cool. no. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was cool. It was cool. Uh, I think I'm just nitpicking on the fucking golf cart. Listen, that I mean, it kind of took me out of it. It did. It yeah, a little bit. Um, let's take it here because after after Crown Jewel. Uh, Monday Night Raw happened, and Nikki Cross, who got involved in the women's tag match, uh, that was not announced when we recorded last week, but don't matter, because no one will ever hear it. I'll get over it one day. Um, Nikki Cross helped Damage Control win back the women's tag titles, and so um, Monday came, Bianca Belair said, yo, this means war, we gotta settle it. In war games. And uh, on one side, we've got uh, Damage Control and Nikki Cross. And on the other side, we've got Bianca, uh, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. Uh, so I gotta ask. Well, hold on. No, I'll wait. So I gotta ask. Who's gonna be those mystery slots? I think the only people that can be is Sasha and Naomi. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I can't think of anybody else. What about the uh, the damage control side? 
Charlotte. Mm, that's heavy. Yeah. I was leaning towards Charlotte. Definitely leaning towards Charlotte. I have, It's got to be somebody that will get a pop. Has to be. Has to be. It can't it, it, it can't be. Can't be no fucking Lacey Evans. It can't be Lacey Evans. It can't be Aaliyah or Raquel. Or Gonzalez Carmella. Rodriguez or Carmella. Right. She's been gone for a while. Did you see what? why she was gone? I had seen something on Twitter, but I didn't see what happened. Um, She'd been dealing with an ectopic pregnancy. Oh. So they were, yeah, uh, um, handling, handling that. Um, salute and thoughts to Carmella and Corey. Um, but you're right. Like, Charlotte's been gone since right after Mania. The pay per view mm-hmm. after Mania, um, yeah, you kind of. I mean, that's that's huge. And it's her first War Games. Yeah, like her daddy made that shit famous. It's got to be her. She kind of has to do it. Yeah. Um, I had an idea for one person. It wouldn't get no pop, but and this is for the the Bianca side. Nikki Cross defeated Dana Brooke for. The twenty four seven championship, and then threw the belt at the trash. At the trash. <laughs> at the trash. Thus, uh, ending that championship. And Dana Brooke was on Twitter. Dana Brooke got chill. Like, if this is a work, it's cool. But like, a couple weeks back, Seth Rollins had made a comment about Austin Theory cashing in. He said that uh, he'd have a better chance cashing in on Dana Brooke for the twenty four seven championship, and. She went to Twitter and was like, I bust my ass. I work hard. I'm like, okay. Okay. All right. She did an interview afterward. Like, apparently it was like a shoot. And they were saying, like, me, you know, me and Seth, you know, I thought we were good friends. I haven't gotten to talk to him. I'm like, Danny, chill. <laughs> Please chill. <laughs> Please relax. But um, after Nikki threw the belt at the trash, I guess Dana tweeted, like, all my hard work, all my dedication, my time uh... thrown in the trash. I'm like, okay. Throw you in the trash too. Listen, listen. So maybe, maybe Dana Brooke. I hope not. Yeah, which one of these? I yeah. hope not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. I thought for a second Becky Lynch would have to get up in there, but. I think that shoulder injury might still be a thing. Here's the thing, too. She's not going to be on a damage control side. No. You know what I'm saying? Damage control came and... Uh, but she did kind of side with uh, Bianca the last time she was around. Slam, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So that make more sense. I mean, she she clearly was a babyface when she left. Yeah. Um, I feel like Becky and Sasha would be the bigger pops than Sasha and Naomi. Oh, for sure. But, I mean... When you think of one, you got to think of the other as far as Sasha and Naomi. Mm-hmm. And they're also an actual tag team, so that would create a feud for the tag titles. Um, I don't know who you could put. Are there any women who, like, I just got an idea. I've got one idea, but I'll ask you first. Are there any women who could maybe make a return and be in war games? I have one. Ooh. Ooh. Well, no, because they still uh, no, they would need somebody. Well, my my light bulb just now was some kind of combination of Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, but there's not enough slots left. Um, but the person I was thinking of, what about Nia Jax? 
Nah. No? Nah, hell no. Nah. Not for uh, team damage control? Nah. Really? Nah, she killed somebody. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's war. It's war games. It's no, game, we got to like we got to we got to have a women's roster after this. Still, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Chill, you can't just knock out nine of the women on the roster. That is funny as shit. Um, I'm just trying to think of who else would even be like a worthy name to be on that team. Um, there's only one slot, right? So it, I mean, maybe it is Charlotte. There's only one slot. Yeah, only one slot left. So yeah, yeah. You kind of have to do that. You kind of have to do that. Do you think Charlotte, though? I mean, because she left. She wasn't really a babyface when she left. No. Charlotte might She's be. She's like right in the middle. Yeah, Charlotte might be kind of somewhat past that. She might just be Charlotte. Because between the internet and the non-internet, there's too much noise on both sides where she just really just, she's just Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Got to have Sasha back though. Got to have Sasha in war games. No. Ah. <laughs> it was a thought. Just a thought. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? I, I mean, like, why has anybody picked her up yet? I don't know. Chill. I think she's been doing like, I don't know, like acting, modeling, maybe um, just stuff on the side. Here's the thing, too, man. Some names that were released like might be a little too big to go other places. Like when you think of like yeah. like Samoa Joe, like TNA, ROH, you could you you understand him showing up in AEW. Mm-hmm. Nia Jax. Not as much. No. Not as much. Um, not as much. Between just that WWE machine and she's a Rock's cousin. And like publicized. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Let's push forward, man. Um... We kind of touched on the Usos Brawling Brutes match. What'd you think of? We could flip a coin. Flip, 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 flip. Uh, six man tag, man. Judgment Day, DOC. It was good. Fucking OC looked real good out there. I thought. They did. They did. We um, picked this one wrong. Uh, we both chose the OC instead of Judgment Day. Um, once the match started, I immediately was like, ah, oh, well, we picked this one wrong. I yeah. Just, I just kind of feel it when the interest has started. But go ahead, though. Tell me what you thought. They need to do something about Rhea Ripley. I mean, what you mean? One of these, one of these dudes is gonna get pissed. Listen, <laughs> listen, old Doc, old, old Luke Gallows gonna throw that boot in her face. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I mean, she out here fucking cats up, man. Uh, but shout to Mia Yim who just returned mm-hmm. on Raw. Um, that's a pairing. That's a grouping. Yeah. Yeah. Do they? Does she have any kind of history with them? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, maybe there's some 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 history from another company that we didn't know about. I'm looking it up really quickly. Um, yeah, I don't think there was. I mean, as 
far as I can remember, I don't think so. I don't know, man. Um, Mia Yim returns. Mia Yim, Mia Yim. Is the OC's counter perfect counter to Rhea Ripley? Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, man. Um, it's a nice way to return. It's a high-profile fucking feud. It's high-profile. Yeah. Um, the Judgment Day are, are, are doing their thing. The OC of newly newly reformed. Um, I'm trying to scroll real quick. Beth Phoenix should be back sometime soon. China-esque heater. Um, the presence needed to hang. Yeah, I'm just kind of skimming through this article. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen. That makes sense given she got her start in CZW, X Division, on-screen chemistry. They have yet to appear, but it seems why. Yeah, so it doesn't look like they have any kind of uh, prior history, but we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. Nice return for Mia Yim. Um, the Lee Yim household doing a thing. Keith Lee was part of uh, one of my more favorite wrestling segments uh, in recent memory. Accusations! <laughs> False accusations! <laughs> Uh yeah, put Rick Ross yeah put 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 Rick Ross behind the microphone. We'll we're gonna have some fun. Accusations. Uh yeah man, Tony Schiavone was scared of all that black. Boy. Oh yeah, he was a little nervous. Yeah, he was a little nervous. He he's never been to a cookout. No 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 no. <laughs> he'd been to a potluck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and all that food was store bought. Yeah, that motherfucker for sure, for sure, for sure. Raisins in the potato salad, thinking it was yeah, jazz it up a little bit. Oh uh, man, somebody yeah. actually brought some shit like that to my grandma's one time. Mm-hmm. I think it was my my uncle. Last, Nobody touched it. Last time he was at the spot, huh? Yeah, last time he was at the spot. Um, but yeah, now the six man was cool. Um, I mean the the chemistry of the OC or sorry, well the chemistry of both teams were on, were on display. I was really surprised by, you know, we talked about a lot about how like AEW is a major company that acknowledges other companies, and I remember one time JBL mentioned the IWGP Championship, but he was like the title Brock Lesnar held, right? Yeah, but like they flat out said Bullet Club, mm-hmm. they flat out mentioned New Japan, right? Which Things is changing. Interesting. Motherfucker, Michael Cole said pro wrestling. Yeah. He said pro wrestling during the- I've heard that in a while. He said it could be one of the big, it could be the biggest upset in pro wrestling or the biggest upset in all the sports. I said, Michael- Michael, Michael, you hush your, <laughs> you hush your lips, <laughs> wash it out with soap. Um, Tell them stories. You say what? Telling stories. Tell them stories. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, out there telling stories. Um, definitely looking forward to the the AJ and Finn match. Oh yeah, no, that'll be fire. Definitely, definitely looking forward to that. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be good. It makes me, you know. Makes me think AJ would take it, but I guess we've got more story to tell. More story to tell. Um, that's going to be good. Maybe that's Survivor Series. Or, or maybe we get a good old-fashioned, if they're not going to be war games, maybe we get a good old-fashioned elimination match. I'd be fine with that. I'm a sucker for elimination matches. Yeah. I am. I really <laughs> am. 
Um, so, yeah, maybe they figured it out somehow. Four on four, even though, you know, the ladies are involved. Um, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for that, too. Um, the Steel Cage match. Drew McIntyre defeats Karrion Cross. Talk to me, dog. Man, Drew McIntyre, he 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 needs to stay focused. <laughs> what you? Mean? This dude, this dude is the most distracted motherfucker I've ever seen in the ring. I feel you. I, I mean, you. come on. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was a good match though. That superplex off the top of the cage was, was pretty rad. Spot. That was fire. Yeah. Um. Scarlet getting involved again. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the point of the cage. But I guess you got Mace, so that shit don't matter. Good old Mace. Yeah. Um, but no, it worked. Um, Karrion Cross didn't really do what he said he was going to do, you know. He said he was going to hurt the man. but he didn't, he didn't hurt him enough. No. He didn't hurt him enough. I guess I liked the ending of how, like, Scarlet, Scarlet had always been the impetus for Karrion Cross winning, and she was kind of responsible for him not winning. Yeah. Um, that was cool. I wasn't excited for this match going into it. Uh, I feel like I was barely in tune as it was going on, to be honest. I did catch the superplex, of course. Um, it was, you know, Michael Cole kind of mentioned on commentary that Karrion Cross is kind of a slow brute like that. Yeah. But it's not entertaining slow to me. No, not at all. It's almost like plotting. And that pairing just, you know, it didn't really... Didn't really hit for me, man. It was a good few to bring bring Karrion Cross back, though. Um, high, high-profile guy. Um, and in the loss, I mean, he pinned. No, well, he, um, yeah, he pinned Drew McIntyre at Extreme Rules. And then when he yeah. lost, he didn't get pinned here. So, I mean, you know. It's not a bad look. Not a bad look at all. I mean, he lost the feud, but won them, but, you know, went went over in, in his own way. It's not who goes over, it's who gets over. Yep. Um, I wanted to ask this now. Um, we kind of skipped over at Roman Reigns because um, I'd been teasing, you know, Roman Reigns in the championship. Who beats Roman Reigns? How does it happen? Do we split the titles? What happens? I mean, let's say The Rock. You think The Rock does it? Yeah. I had an idea that. Maybe Roman Reigns defends the titles twice. One title on the first night and one title on the second night. That could work. Um, now, this was an idea I came up with all on my own, but I had it saved in my phone. I've seen it in other places since I thought of it up. But, um, I mean, I don't know, man. We talked about Cody winning the Rumble. And his promo when he got back was about winning the WWE Championship. Not the Universal Championship. The WWE Championship. So maybe he wins and is like, nah, fuck the Universal Championship. I want the WWE Championship. And The Rock comes in he's like, the Universal Championship, that's the championship on The Rock Show. SmackDown, The Rock Show. The Rock made that show. So there's a story there. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe. Maybe. I uh, I don't see The Rock winning, though. I mean, I don't either, really, <laughs> just because, like, his schedule. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Fucking Rock wins, fucks up fucks up his whole family, and they send, they send the head of the table out 
to the to the lands, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Build a new table. Yeah, and yeah. Reigns isn't there, and so he's out on his own, mm. fucking shit up. Yeah, and, and then he's got to go back through the table to get that motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, if Rock wins, he'd have to lose it. Yeah, and I got one idea. Just now, just now. Let's say, let's say, Rock and Roman Reigns is the second night. Well, the night before, we crowned a new Mr. Money in the Bank. It'd have to be a high-profile enough superstar to justify being in the ring with Roman Reigns and The Rock and beating The Rock. And I don't know who they have, but I mean... Maybe maybe they're just switching this shit up for Cody. In what way, what do you mean? I mean, if he... Say he can't be at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Have him win the Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania. I don't like that for Cody's story. That's just me. Yeah, I like the I, I get the idea. I don't like that for Cody's story. He, Cody earns everything. Yeah, no, I get that. And he had talked about like he would have liked to have been the Money in the Bank. My initial prediction for Cody was him winning a SummerSlam 2023. So like, yeah. nine months from now. But with that injury, I think you can still do it because he came back from the injury. Maybe he's just not quite exactly where he wants to be. He has to keep fighting, keep building up. You can have that SummerSlam payoff. But, I mean, patience is a thing. Storytelling is a thing. Um, I don't quite see the money in the bank. Money in the bank is inherently heel. And if you're a babyface who wins it, you almost have to, like, not announce it beforehand. What babyfaces won money in the bank? CM Punk. Um, RVD did, but he announced his shot way in advance. Um, John Cena announced it and he lost. Um, so it's, it's, it's not a great track record with baby faces. It's a, it's a very oh. heel thing to do. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of money in the bank, Austin Theory cashed in his money in the bank and came up short and cashed it in on the United States Championship. What do you think about all of it, man? The cash in, the failure thing. What do you what do you what do you think of it? I mean, I, I why waste it on the U.S. title? I'm not trying to dog it, mm-hmm. but if you can't beat Seth, you ain't gonna beat Roman. I mean, listen, there's some cats out here saying Seth Seth is better than Roman. <laughs> I mean, but also, I mean. I kind of understand and kind of dig the spin on it. Yeah. I think they always said, hey, you could cash in it for any world title. Um, so a little caveat of, hey, well, this is a belt. He's going to cash in for the United States Championship. It adds more layers to Money in the Bank. Yeah, um, it does. And, I mean, we all know Roman Reigns isn't exactly always the most available. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So... And he tried, he threatened cashing in twice on homie already as it is, including at SummerSlam while the ring was propped up at a sixty degree angle. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad they got it off of him. Yeah, yeah, give him something else to do. There's no way anyone really thought he would beat Roman Reigns anyway. No, fuck no. So it added some intrigue going to Seth Rollins. Um, 
do you think this says anything for or about Austin Theory? He hasn't really done much since Vince has been gone. I feel that. I feel that. Um, well, uh, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that all the way. There's been jokes going around like, "Hey, man, ooh, he's being buried," and you know, since his daddy was been gone. But I mean, I don't think I don't think he's being buried. Right? No, no. The first night, the first night, and 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 it's documented on the pod. The first night of Triple H's reign, they put Austin Theory over huge. Yeah. In the sense of he shared ring time with Roman Reigns. The Usos wanted to give him the beats. Drew McIntyre wanted to give him the beats. Sheamus wanted to give him the beats. He was presented. I went on I went on record saying he's kind of a babyface because mm-hmm. he got all these people who want to fight him and he didn't back down from anybody. No. He then went into the uh the the Johnny Gargano feud. Um dude, that Johnny Gargano Miz Dexter Loomis thing. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> um they tried it, but like what the fuck, man? Um Johnny could have stayed home for this. Uh, <laughs> really could have. I got a, I got a baby boy on. Um, so, I mean, I don't think Austin Theory is dead in the water, as all the jokes and memes say. But no, I don't think he is either. Fine. Um, I imagine that would be John Cena's opponent at Mania. Yeah, no, that'd be that would work. That would work. Who else? Yeah. Who else? Um, still no word of Randy Orton. Um. Yeah, who else? Austin Theory and John Cena. That seems seems very doable. John Cena's been very vocal about his support of uh, Austin Theory's skills. So, yeah, make a shake. Make a yeah, shake. I'll fucking book it. Mania's going to be decent. I know it's five months away. Yeah. But Mania's going to be decent. It's going to be the first Mania without the man, uh, Vince. Damn, dude. Yeah. Fuck, dude. He has to be at Mania, dude. He'll probably be there. He has to get some kind of send-off, some kind of love at, at fucking WrestleMania. Like, nah, man. Maybe they just put him in the Hall of Fame. He ain't never going. He ain't having that. <laughs> he ain't never having that. Damn, dude. Vince McMahon, not at a fucking Mania. The irony of Stone Cold's last match was at Vince McMahon's last WrestleMania. And the last we saw of Vince McMahon was taking the worst fucking stunner ever. The worst. The worst. It's a perfect, perfect way to close that book. Oh, yeah. Um, and actually, a perfect little callback as we started with the Montreal Screwjob. Uh, really can't beat that. Big Ren, let me know I can reach you on the social medias, my guy. Fucking A. Y'all, you sick fucks can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out. Check me the fuck out on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Rand on the show page on Twitter on the Instagrams at the Hard Camera where we got it all. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker Radio, Public. Shout out to Australia. Heartwarming content, heart building content. Content is just the perfect fucking bookend. Can't write this. You can't write can't this. Can't write stuff. this shit. We will be back next week. Next week. Um. Yeah, next week with the 
Full Gear creeped up, didn't it? Yeah. AEW Full Gear uh, prediction show. They've already got some matches, uh, about seven or eight matches lined up. Of course, the world title match, Moxley and MJF. We got the return of Soraya taking on Britt Baker. That's a nice little story there. They both have mm-hmm. legitimate gripes. Uh, that'll be fun to talk about. We got the tag team title match lined up. Um, last week in the episode you guys will never hear, I talked about me being excited for Jeff Jarrett in AEW. Um, we can talk about that next week as he has a tag match, him and Jay Lethal taking on Darby Allen and Sting. Uh, Samoa Joe turned on Wardlow. Yeah. I imagine we'll see something there, but we also got Powerhouse Hobbs waiting in the wings. We're going to have the finals of the uh, number one contender tournament. Uh, it's shaping up. It's yeah. shaping up, and we're going to be here to talk about it all. We might get the return <clears throat> of the Elite. I think we will. Rub my beard. You see the Rub. you see the, the promo? I didn't get to see it. I actually didn't get to see Dynamite because I was catching up watching Crown Jewel. Yeah, it's, uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a full – I, I mean, it showed like a bunch of gears and shit. Got you. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to have it fully shaped up, man, in a week or so. Um, I imagine they may announce a couple matches maybe on the Rampage before. But if the Elite are coming back, it's either going to be announced on Dynamite or it'll be them answering an open challenge or something at Full yeah. Gear. So, Full Gear it's AEW-ish. Yeah, Full Gear is shaping up, and we will be here to break it down. However, in this moment, I am your guy, Juve. Sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are pretty deadly. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.